The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchieveMore.com and CC1Consulting.com. I'm delighted to be back with you again for yet another week. Uh, My guest today is Paul Dunn, and we're going to talk about the power of small, about building your business uh, and changing lives. Before we um, we move on to that, um, I'd like to say a thank you to Amy Bran, who a couple of weeks ago was uh, the guest on this show, and she talked about neuroscience and business, and there's some really, really great content in there if you're interested in understanding how you can apply neuroscience to your business. And also last week we had Graham Codrington, uh, that was a repeated show which was about disruptive change and that was due to in America there being an annual holiday and uh, I believe America was celebrating independence from us British um, so I hope you all had a good time. Uh, this, this week um, a guest who's been on the show a couple of times, Meta Block, a twice world champion rower from, uh, from Denmark and one of Scandinavia's most prolific speakers came over to visit and um, we, we spoke to uh, 147 to 11 year old school children and their teachers at my son's school uh, before, before then heading off to speak to an adult audience. And I do have to say, connecting with a much younger generation was an experience I will never forget. I'm not used to speaking to that age group. And I'm just not sure, you know, children of that age really can appreciate the significance of, you know, me explaining just how special they are because, you know, we have a real responsibility, don't we? Because one day those uh, small children are going to rule the world and uh, be responsible uh, for looking after it. And therefore their education is just such an important job. So congratulations to their teachers and, uh, and everybody. We have a responsibility to help them. And therefore, you know, that leads me on quite nicely to the power of small. Because uh, today we are a connection economy, and it's the small things that we do that make an enormous difference as to whether people trust you, whether they connect with you, whether they engage with you. And according to my guest today, Paul Dunn, we must ask the question, is my next action going to build a relationship by earning trust, or is it going to burn it? Now, Paul is a, a three-time TEDx speaker. He's a senior fellow in one of the world's leading think tanks and holds a lifetime service award to the accounting profession in the UK. He was honoured as a social innovation fellow in his new home of Singapore. He was one of the first 10 people in Hewlett-Packard in Australia. And then he went on to establish the Results Corporation, which served 23,000 SMEs and the Radical Accounts Boot Camp, enabling over 17,000 accountants worldwide to work with their clients in new ways. He's recently been featured in Forbes magazine alongside Richard Branson. His book, The Firm of the Future, is regarded as a breakthrough book for professional knowledge firms. And he's chairman of B1G1. That's Business for Good. It's a company that's enabled businesses to create an incredible 
50 million giving impacts so far around the world. So we'll, we'll find out more about that soon. Um, but firstly, a big welcome to Paul Dunn, live from Singapore. Oh, Chris, thank you. It's uh, great listening to you, by the way. I love the introduction for the show. I thought, you know, just set up things so very, very well. And thank you for having me here. I'm so looking forward to the next hour uh, having a chat with you and, of course, listeners around the world as well. So thank you for the opportunity. It's just great. You're very welcome. And I, d- I hadn't realized, because we've, we've spoken before, that you actually got married on the 27th of June, which I think was just uh, after we spoke. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now my Facebook likes have gone up or down, you know, depending on, <laughs> on that. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm now an honest man. Is that what they say when, they, when, you, uh, when you walk down the aisle or something like that? But yeah, it was actually, um, it, it was just an awesome day and, uh, and uh, really actually looking back at the best of best day of my life but then again uh, I, I get so lucky in what I do that I think every day is the best day of my life you know sometimes when I'm with an audience I always tell them that you know I'm, I'm privileged to be with them but I kind of think that I'm privileged to be anywhere these days so, uh, so yeah it's uh, thanks thanks for mentioning Chris very, very, very welcome and uh, yeah I think that, that was, was my wedding day was my best day and it's one of those things I think I remember my wife organizing it all well, a lot of it me doing some bits and suddenly I'm there and I just was suddenly realized what a brilliant <laughs> day it was when all these people around you and I suppose probably some of us quite like being centre of attention as well I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh present company accepted of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so Paul, Paul do you want to tell us a bit about your background and you know, why this subject of uh, the power of small is just so important to you Mm, well, it's it's one of those things that I, the power of small thing, I guess, is 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 something that I kind of came across, you know, out of curiosity, and all of a sudden you put the pieces together and you see what's happening. But by uh, by way of background, uh, I, I'm an engineer by profession, which most people find pretty interesting. Um, and uh, you know, I got pretty lucky early on because I realised that for me, in spite of the training and all of that, uh, people actually turned out to be much more interesting than things, and. I realized that, uh, I guess, when I was 22. And that was when I got uh, headhunted uh, by HP in, in Australia or by Hewlett-Packard. And, I mean, how lucky can you be? You know, I mean, literally sitting down and having breakfast with, uh, you know, Dave Packard, Bill Hewlett, and, and being in that kind of environment. I mean, it's, you know, I look back now uh, and, and, you know, it seems like every moment, some, a friend of mine put it this way, he said, you know, what life is just a series of critical moments and, and the choices that we make in those moments. And so I, ju- I just see mine as, uh, you know, uh, an, an incredible gift and something that I'm very grateful for. And now, of course, being able to come to a place, I mean, li- life for me always was about, as when I, once I left HP and became, uh, you know, like you, I guess, an entrepreneur, um, I, for, for those years, I realized that life was all about adding value. It was all about that. And it was all about having fun. It was, it was not about, you know, the quote unquote bottom line or anything. It was just those were the two things that, that really turned me on. And then, you know, one of those critical moments happened. It actually happened in 2006. Um, and uh, it had something to do with the 2004 tsunami. I, I won't go into that story because it's quite a long story, but it was at that moment that I realized, oh my goodness, there's something I've been missing. And that is that, that we in business have this enormous uh, opportunity 
to make a difference way beyond making a difference in our, in, you know, in our, in our business, if you will, but actually making a difference obviously to ourselves and obviously to the people on our team and obviously the customers, but actually making an impact on people that we will never get to meet. But, you know, it's like you said in that introduction, you know, when you're talking about talking with the school kids, um, you know, we, we've got a choice, right? We, we're either going to leave a legacy of concern. Well, there's no choice. We're going to leave a legacy. But the question is, is that legacy going to be one of consumption or is it going to be one of contribution? Uh, and, and I think when you frame it like that, most all of us would choose the latter. That is to say, we'd choose to have the legacy of contribution. And when you look at things that way, then a whole host of things open up uh, that were there all the time, but you just never saw them. So it's um, you know a, a fascinating journey for me and it continues to be one. Fantastic. You, you've, uh, uh, you have... Uh sort of moved around from between the UK and Australia a few times and have you? And, and the, and the oh, yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Remember when people say, uh, you know, where, where, so where are you from uh, or where do you live? My answer to that usually is, uh, you know, an aeroplane uh, because, you know, it's, it's, it's just global now and, and uh, we're all realizing that we're more connected than we've ever been. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. Well, in fact, I am sure that the, that the barriers that we used to see to doing business, uh, it, it, you know, internationally and so on, it's it, it just not there anymore. I mean, I think there's a, there's a new breed, if you will, and that, that breed is called the global small business. And what we've got, uh, and, and you come across it every day just like I do, we, we've now got people, in effect, um, in their bedrooms, in effect, uh, using technology and outperforming, outservicing, out everything, you, you know, the traditionally larger corporation that, that still has difficulty uh, turning around on a dime. Whereas uh, these days, you know, the smaller enterprise just doesn't have that, that issue, if you will. So, yeah, it's, it's global and it's all connected, exactly. That's very true. Yeah, I'm, just, just, I'm just working with um, a, uh, on a a big tender for a big piece of work and, and helping a client with it and, and actually you know one of the one of the things we're realizing is, is a, an advantage is uh, is the power of small actually the smaller companies are more fleet of foot and, and actually they're uh, the, the biggest company that came in was probably the least enthusiastic because they, they, <laughs> they sent in a, you know some employees but it was part of a big organization but when you speak to the people who you know, have set up the business and, and their people close to them and they'd feel that passion and energy, uh, it's much more compelling. Oh, totally, totally. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's a much deeper connection because, as you said, you, you tend to be talking with the people who've got the passion, who've got the drive, all of that kind of stuff, uh, who have, uh, you know, done the entrepreneurial thing of risking everything, you know, <laughs> and, and, and uh, just loving, loving every step of the way. And to be able to bring that to projects big and small is, um, is just very, very special. Exactly so. So, so do you want to maybe, maybe define what you mean by the power of small? The power of small to me is, is this recognition, Chris, that uh, if we're seeking to make differences, let's talk about, for example, uh, how we might differentiate uh, ourselves uh, in the world. And more and more, it's, it's, it's not about the big thing. It's, it's about you know, the smallest thing that you can imagine. It's about, uh, it's about the, the packaging. It, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not the, 
the the wowie kind of big thing. It's just very very tiny. It's it's about um, how we connect with each other. It's about how we look at each other. It's about all of those sorts of things. It's about how we connect. And connection is fundamentally at the, you know, at this small level. You were talking in the introduction about neuroscience, for example, you know, and, and you know, there are these things called mirrored neurons that I'm sure you're into. Um, and all of that, and, and you know, when we're, when we're meeting, uh, even if we're meeting on Skype and we've got our cameras on, we can see the micro muscles, we can see all of those sorts of things and we're decoding all of that. And so it is uh, when we're looking, uh, you know, at, uh, at products and services. It's those tiny, tiny, tiny things uh, that are making the difference. It's like, you know, if you, if you, if you think about, uh, and by the way, I think on, on a, in a competitive environment, more and more people are, are realizing that. If you, t- if you take, for example, something like, uh, let's take something as ubiquitous as, for example, an iPad. And uh, I, I won't remember, as you probably did, when, when, when that came out, the thing that, and there, there was this Apple ad, which to me was a defining ad, you know, 29.8 seconds of ad. And it was not about the iPad. It was about the, the, the cover, you know, that little cover that folds over and you, mm-hmm. and, and, you, and you, you, you look at that. And as you look at the ad, there are these moments where you're going, oh, my God, oh, my God, that is so cool. And, and it's not about what's inside. It's it, it, what's inside the, the box, if you will, you know, all, that, all of that. It's just these little tiny things. That, that generate stuff uh, in our, uh, uh, you know, in our brains that make us go, that make us feel connected. Um, so, and there are so many, uh, so many, many examples of that. Uh, you know, it's, it's whether on, on a very simple level, it's whether I say please and thank you. I mean, that's pretty tiny, but it, it has an impact uh, with, without any doubt. And the more we can see that, you know, I mentioned earlier on that it's about moments of connection. That's actually what it's about. And those moments of connection are just the tiniest, tiniest uh, sort of slice of things. And when we can get that right and build moment of connection upon moment of connection upon moment of connection upon moment of connection, then we're building a, a very solid relationship uh, uh, right, right across the board. So, yeah, power of small is just everywhere for me. That makes a lot of sense. I'm just, I'm just looking in my office actually from what you what you said there you know, about about Apple because I bought a, a few new Apple items of late, and I haven't quite <laughs> managed to. Um, although I'm trying to really keep my office tidy and clear and uncluttered, I, I just haven't quite managed to um, get. get uh, uh, get myself to throw away the packaging that came with the <laughs> Apple exactly. items because they just all fit so beautifully. And don't they? Yeah. Don't they? And then, you know, that, that interesting little thing, uh, and there's a whole department at Apple that looks at this. Uh, you know, why is it that that box that the iPhone comes in is, is, is you know, pristine, it's white, uh, it's crisp. And, and if you notice, when you go to open it, you, you almost can't get it open. It's like you've got to force it. And so you, as you pull it, there's this lovely vacuum that just emits this little sound, which is like, <laughs> that is probably a bit more gracious than what that sounded like. But you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and we go, oh, my God, that's really cool. Um, and it lights up this thing in our brain called the amygdala, and, and we get connected. Uh, and Apple are just brilliant at it. Yeah, they really do understand it. Like that, like the clunk on a you know car quality car door, isn't it? There you go. Some, exactly something so. uh, important. Um, so, so you've um, you know you're saying in in here that your well, you know connection is really important, and um, 
you know, I believe um, you know yourself and and uh, some of the key sort of thought leaders like Seth Godin and people like that are now very much saying we're in the age of connection. Exactly. So this is really really important. Um, what do you think um, people really need to understand about this age of connection right now? Well, you're right. I mean, Seth uh, Seth Godin says, you know, we are in the age of connection. Uh, he he defined it that way. Um, and, and I think one of my fellow uh, TED speakers, Brene Brown, who you probably, you know, I think it's the third most watched TED talk of all time, where she talks about vulnerability. And she gives an additional clue to it. She says, connection is why we're here. And then, then she adds in, and this, this I think is the, is the crucial part. She said, it's what gives meaning and purpose to our lives. And the reality is, someone, someone expressed it to me this way a little while ago. They, they said, you know, the, the, the quote-unquote younger generation is the, uh, is, is the only generation in history that wakes up realizing it has everything but then actually realizing it has nothing, if you can get that sort of juxtaposition. Yeah. And, and what, you know, it's not about the new shiny object eventually, you know, that, that just loses the shine. Um, and it loses the shine the moment we get it. Uh, it's about meaning and purpose. And that's what I see as the, as the major shift that's been going on for maybe the last 12 or so years. Um, and meaning and purpose is what it's about, and, and, and connection is is the glue that does that. And if you if you think about that for just a second, you get oh, so Paul, it's more than just connection to customers. Of course, it's more than just connection to customers. I mean, fundamentally, it's connection to ourselves as human beings. And then from there, you spread out into if you have you know an enterprise, it's connection then to the team, and then it's connection to the customer, and then its connection to this kind of global thing uh, that we were talking about. So, yeah, connection drives everything because meaning and purpose drives everything. Great. Well, that feels like a perfect time now to go to commercial break, but I'm really looking forward to uh, to exploring this in much greater detail uh, in a few minutes. So we'll be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. Can't wait. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Paul Dunn. We're talking about the power of small. And uh, Paul, uh, in reading uh, some information about the, the power of small, um, one of the things that you talk about is about clarity, and I just wonder: yeah. do, do you think companies have got enough clarity uh, in their business? And and if not, how can they build more in? Oh, uh, it depends where you look. I think more and more companies are understanding that it actually is about clarity. I mean, let's let's take a big one uh, as as an example of this. Let's take uh, no, no judgment intended in this, but let's take Microsoft. And, you know, under Mr. Bolmer, there's no question in in my mind uh, that there were a lot of things that they lost. And I think one of them, and this is often interesting when, you know, the founder of an organization leaves, is is they leave what uh, friend Simon Sinek refers to as the why. That leaves with them. And that means that purpose and, and meaning go out of, out of the window. And I, I think you can absolutely see that. I think Microsoft are an absolute case study in that. And then fortunately for Microsoft, on February the 4th, at least fortunately in my view, uh, on February the 4th, uh, they get Satya Nadella uh, to take over. And if you read, and it's a fascinating thing, you can find it on the web. Uh, you know, and you, you can just Google Satya Nadella's opening letter uh, to the Microsoft team. And it's so fascinating. It is all about why and why we're here, why he's here and all of that. And, and so for me, when I read that letter, there's, I'll tell you what happened when I read that letter. Uh, for years, um, I, I couldn't, you know, go into a shop and pick up a Microsoft device. I really couldn't. And I, and I think there's lots of others uh, out there that, that had that same feeling. Um, on the other hand, we, we knew where the Mac was coming from. You know, we knew that. We knew their, their, their purpose, if you will. And Simon Sinek in that brilliant uh, TED Talk of his expresses that so well. Uh, but now I'm feeling much, much better. Uh, about taking a look at Microsoft. And it's because they've got back that clarity again. All of a sudden, you know, in years, years gone by, it was, you know, a PC on every desk. But what, what's it been in the last 20 years? I have no idea. And sadly, exactly. And sadly, no, nor did anybody else. <laughs> but now it, you look at what uh, Nadella's doing and there's no question that he's bringing that back. So, so in, in terms of, you know, the last part of that question, uh, which is, you know, how can you build it in? The answer is very, very simple. It takes some time to discover and then articulate why it is that you do what you do. It's because it's not what you do that's the crucial part of it. It's, it's why. It is the why that is compelling 
uh, about you. That's the thing that makes makes you uh, on purpose. And I love what uh, you know. All of us, I guess, are aware of Simon, as in Simon Sinek, and start with why. But I love what and uh, a very famous American author, Mark Twain, said about that, and years ago. And he said the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. Yeah. And, and, and that's just, that just nails it for me. And so when you get that, all of a sudden, uh, you know, getting up in the morning is different, leading the company is different, and, and so on. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very, very true. very true. I can remember the, the day I kind of discovered my why, I, I still remember it. And I was 28 years old, and uh, I went on a course, if you ever come across Landmark. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, yes. <laughs> Uh, and that, uh, that changed my life. Everything changed at that point once I, yeah. I understood the why. It does. It, there's no question that it does. And, you know, I'm very privileged to be mentoring people around the world, uh, as you do, Chris. And, and uh, you know, when, whenever we start that process, they, they want to start on all sorts of things. But it's very important to me and, 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 uh, and fundamentally to them as well to figure that out because once you figure that out as you as you say it changes everything it just it just makes you see it clearer um and and the path becomes one that's easier to tread and how do you how do you in your opinion do you find it out well you know one way to do it is to have a friend who who just sort of sits there and like a six-year-old kid asks you the question right which is you know why do you do what you do and then you go blah 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 and the, and the person looks back at you and says oh really why and then you go blah blah blah, blah and it doesn't and and that's one way of doing it and uh the other way uh, of and by the way i i do that a lot uh and the answer uh, there is a moment and the moment for me that I see very, very frequently is when what you're articulating is difficult for you to articulate in the sense that the lump in your throat is so big that you can barely articulate it. That's when you know that you've really got it. The other way of getting it, and one of the ways I teach, if you will, on that is to just sit there with a recorder. Don't try and write it down because if you write it down, you'll get it's not the real you. That's that's my experience. But if you pick up your, you know, your smartphone and you switch it to record and you just complete the following sentence. I get up every morning too, and then you you keep going and 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 you replay back the first one and you go didn't like that one. And, and that's okay. And just, and just keep that iterative process going and eventually you'll, you'll find it. And you go, oh, yeah. And that's the one you write down right there. Yeah. It'll, uh, I have a, a, perp, a, a process for this that I use with, uh, with, with people and it's probably one of the greatest privileges when you suddenly see the light bulb come on for someone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> with, with this. And one, an element of uh, a question that's quite powerful, I find, is like, what, what, would, you, what would you like to see more of in the world? Yes, another one. Yeah, uh, and that sometimes helps tease out uh, what it is that uh, somebody is maybe here to do or wants to be here to do. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I think also, you know, you find a lot of people these days who you can kind of opt out of that. You say, okay, so why do you get up every morning? And people will say, well, to make a difference. And and you go, oh, well, that's very cool. But what is actually more cooler is to go, oh, I see, and why. See, because then you're starting to dig deeper and, and to connect with the, with the real you. Yeah. So how, how do you um, – another thing that I know is really important to you and, uh, and you created some quite, something quite amazing I think that we'll hear more about soon is uh, this importance of building and designing in good into your business. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to share a little bit more, you know, share something around uh, your thoughts about that? Yeah, um, I, I think it was uh, Michael Gerber. May not have been, but uh, it might have been Michael Gerber. You know, he of Emith and and work on not in and yes. so on. Uh, who once uh, said to me way back in 1990, he he said, uh, you know, Paul, you need to understand that there's no such thing as a business. Pardon? There's no such thing as a business. No, 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 Paul. A business is only a a collection of processes that are put together in a very fascinating way. And, you know, working with that, what, and I understand the absolute truth of that, the absolute truth of that. And so one of the things we do is, is, is work on breaking the business down into the finest processes. You know, for example, how someone says hello on the phone, uh, how, what, right through to what's the last thing that happens in the transaction. How do you end the transaction uh, in a way, uh, unlike hotels, you know, I mean, it, it's so interesting to me when you, uh, when, when, you, when you stay at hotels, as you and I do, I'm sure a fair bit, although in, more interestingly these days it's probably an Airbnb property that we're staying at but anyway um you know and and you know what's going to happen the next day at 10 o'clock just the wrong time you're going to get an email in your box that says uh please complete this six minute survey and and what you do is you delete the damn thing right you really do yeah. uh, be, uh, because it's it's a non-caring process how much nicer would it be if they sent you a little email that said you know what mr cooper Thank you so much for staying with us last night. It was really great to have you in Phoenix or wherever it was that you were. Uh, next time you're in town, why don't you drop by and have a cup of coffee on us? We would love to see you again. And so what, what, what that illustrates is the answer to your question. And the answer to the question is simply this. You break it down into the finest of processes and then you and or the team ask this very simple question. And I'm sure there are a number of questions that you could ask, but the one that I like uh, particularly like is as you look at the process you ask this question is this how an inspiring enterprise would do this and once you can get that that remember we we talked earlier about it, it, it you know it's this this moments of connection and so once you can build these very fine moments that are actually inspiring in and of themselves what happens is this people don't go oh my God, wow, that was amazing the way you answered the phone or whatever because it's happening at a different level. They're not, they're, not, they're not really seeing it. That's the power of small again, you see. And so over time what happens is you've got all these amazing processes that, that people aren't really noticing at a conscious level but they're noticing them. And all of a sudden you get to become recognized as an inspiring enterprise. But the reality is all that is is a collection of inspiring Processes. I mean, we have, for example, right now, uh, uh, just to give you an idea of the of, of the, f- the fineness of that, one of our uh, clients in in Sydney, in uh, in Australia, a uh, guy called John Cunningham, is, is running an amazing real estate operation, uh, winning all sorts of awards, um, and he's got 19 people on the team, and right now they're working on get this, Chris, 421 processes. That's that's the degree of fineness that you can apply to this. Wow, so that that really is. Uh, I, I could sense your your engineering background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inspiring stuff, right? <laughs> I'm not sure that engineers are into inspiration, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a lot of processes to to work. Isn't it? I think that's an absolutely wonderful question. I just written on a piece of paper there with a big box of <laughs> it. Is is this how an inspiring enterprise would would do this? 
Um, exactly, and 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 you know, then and again, remember uh, the the thing we talked about earlier on about the power of small and about the moments of connection, and so. What what happens when people get inspired by those processes? What you're actually doing is generating a connected moment on which you can build. That's that's how it works. That's uh, fantastic. And do you do you have any? We talked about Apple there, but I just wonder do do you have any other examples of uh, companies out there that you think have really really um, captured this? Well, I, I, I'd like to think the B1G one has, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, I, 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 it's interesting because I get, I get asked that question a lot. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to appear by any stretch, you know, the Apple fanboy or anything like that. And, but when you think about I mean, just, just think about this. On, on, you know, the 8th of January, uh, uh, 1998, Apple's share price was $2.57. And Jobs had been back in the chair at that, at that point for eight weeks. And there's this amazing speech that, that he does. And perhaps later, Chris, I'll, I'll send you a link uh, to the, the crucial 55 seconds of it, uh, where he's really talking about what you and I are talking about now. And, and so... The, the, his, I mean, the interesting question is this: How do you take a company that was that, according to Business Week and Forbes, was three months from bankruptcy, and take them to be the you know the most valuable company or close thereto um, in the world? How do you do that? And if you look back at it, it's articulating the why, and it's the power of small all the way through. So I think Apple is just exemplifies it for me. And, and you know, you can see that now. I mean, you can see uh, all the rumors that are going around about the iPhone 6, you know, all of that. And I saw one today, which is talking about the 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 way in which they're going to put the logo in the back of the of the damn case. I mean, come on, you know. So it's it's um, an amazing uh, example, I think, of exactly what we're talking about fantastic yeah and and, and, and you know and, and also it just occurs in, in in the most amazing way and there's this little bistro uh in in paris for example that has this beautiful thing where, <laughs> which says um when you uh it, it, when you when you say please we reduce the price of the coffee i mean there's like oh that's so cool Right, um, and uh, and of course, what I'd love them to say is, you know, when you say please, you know, a kid gets access to water or something like that. But it's just the simple, simple way of looking at a business differently. I just one little thing that came um, up for me then was uh, earlier in the year I was doing some uh, research uh, for a big client project, and I happened to be in a, a little place called Ludlow in Shropshire. I don't know if you yes. know it. And we, I was recommended to go and try a restaurant by by the river, and it was probably about February, so it was a it was a cool cool day. And I turned up at the restaurant, and it was it was only small, but it was completely packed. And they had some seats outside um, by the river, and uh, so we thought, okay, we'll we'll brave it. We'll, we'll um, We'll kind of wrap up and we'll sit outside. And what they did for us, they brought us uh, two beautiful hot water bottles, and they were in like a crocheted bag <laughs> uh, to, to put under our coats. And I just thought, what a neat, you know, I've, I've mentioned to so many people, I've never seen anyone do that. But it, <laughs> and the food was great. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just just listen to what you said. What you, what you said was, I've never seen anybody do that. 
And, you know, how simple is that? I mean, it's just so simple. And, and fundamentally, it has nothing to do with the coffee, right? It, it, yeah. it has to do with everything that, if you like, goes around. That's a fantastic example. It really is. So, so you talk, um, you mentioned there about articulation. Um, mm. was, was the word that you used and you talk about we talk about articulating the why and I remember reading some, some of your literature you talk about the importance of, of importance of changes in articulation and, and yeah. this can really lift your revenue and profits do you want to just talk a little bit more about that we've got three minutes before we go into commercial break yeah very simply well let me give you an example of uh, you know there's a lot that goes on around names for example and uh, uh, and taglines I mean there's a, there's a cafe that I talk a lot about uh, which is called uh, uh, Unavita and un- un- underneath the tagline it says uh, inspirational coffee now what's interesting is it doesn't cost them anything to put that word inspirational in there you know inspirational coffee but guess what Chris guess what kind of people they hire answer inspirational people right because <laughs> you go in and say well you know i'm a pretty good barista duh. sorry you didn't cut it you know because you're not inspiring and and they have believe it or not an an inspirational menu and and with you know so when they create the menu they they create pictures that inspire uh, a friend of mine uh, ben walker in uh, in brisbane a brilliant uh, chartered accountant 25 years old has created his accounting firm around a cafe uh, which is called the inspire cafe and Ben obviously wanted someone to run that and he could do what everybody else does which says, which says you know, barista required. What Ben did was simply put one word in front of it, exceptional barista required and guess who, you know, who turned up? An exceptional barista that just does. <laughs> and it's one word and, and it's the power of small and, and all of a sudden you start to see something else about the power of small and that is that when you get it, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to implement it. That's the other beautiful thing that we haven't talked about. We might get into that after the break as well. <laughs> I had a, a company called, uh, you know, a company called Ritatsa who do coffee on the show um, a few a few months ago, and uh, you know they take uh, their baristas. They just open their first coffee shop, but they provide lots of equipment and uh, and they um, provide barista services around uh, around Europe in particular um, for big events. But they've opened their own coffee shop, and you know their baristas they take them to source to where the coffee beans come from. There you go. Uh, yeah. You know, and I, I think that's just really. You know, really neat, isn't it, to build that passion and enthusiasm? And I, and I, I sensed it when I was in that shop and talking with the baristas. That these guys were, these guys were really bright, sharp people. Yeah, exactly. And and it's something that's there for us all to do. Once we get that curiosity, once we really understand that this is also about living our passion as well. So yeah, I, that's a, again great example. By the way, <laughs> in Singapore, I'll never strike this, but I love the example of the hot water bottle. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that might get shared around the world a little bit now, maybe. <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah, we 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 we, uh, we might tell that in our next seminar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to go get into commercial break, and, and after the break, we're going to talk a bit about trust. And then, uh, I want you to stay on and listen to the next section and find out about B1G1 because um, what Paul has created and his organization here I think is is groundbreaking so much so I've signed up for it and uh, so do stay on and, and find out about it because it's truly inspirational. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Do you, like most Americans, spend the majority of your life at work? Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be, or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to A Great Place to Work with hosts Kurt Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business a great place to work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy a better workplace and a better life. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Paul Dunn. We're talking about the uh, power of small. And, Paul, I want to ask you now about, um, in about trust. I know trust is uh, something that uh, is been very much part of your principles, and I know you're speaking at the Trust Conference again this year. And mm. I wonder, you know, how can you present your products in a light that really does build trust? Well, I think the answer to everything from here on in, Chris, is hot water bottles, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, you, you know, for, for a long, long time now, it, it comes back, doesn't it, to, you know, the, the thing that we all learned many, many years ago when we were told that, you know, we should under-promise and over-deliver and all of that. But, but, I, but, I, but I think we, we're now understanding that at another level. Um, and the answer to the question, how do you, how do, you do your products, uh, you know, how do you write about them? How do you present them? How do you do all of that so that fundamentally you're building trust is first and foremost authenticity. It's, you know, that's, 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 the, that's the glue that binds it. Um, and obviously by doing what, what you say. Uh, and if you go back to where we were earlier on, it is also about how can you do it? See, here's the, here's the thing. Once, once you do this in such a way that you're concerned with the integrity and the authenticity of every moment of connection, then the only thing 
that you're going to get is trust. That's the only thing that's going to happen. You, 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 it, it just will not come any other way. And all the while, you know, it, it's very interesting. You know, you talk to someone and you say, well, what do you do? Uh, and people talk about, well, I've got the sales department. And other people say, well, I'm in the marketing department. You know, it's not and, or advertising. I think, Chris, I'm beginning to understand that it's not about advertising, it's not about marketing, it's not about selling, it's not about producing, it's not about all of that. What it fundamentally is about every moment of the day is connecting and connection. That's what it's about. Yeah, I think that's very, very, very valid. And I don't know what your your view on this. Sometimes I get emails from people and, and, you know, they're warm and friendly and sometimes you just get an email like, Chris like one sentence John or something <laughs> and, and I think you know I know someone's really busy but just that little bit of time uh, for me just to uh, add a little bit of warmth to the email builds a better ah. connection with me I don't know how you feel about that oh totally I mean I had someone the other day from the United Kingdom who actually said uh, you know I just love getting your emails it doesn't matter what they're about it just makes me feel great when I get the email and if you were to dissect that it, it's nothing other than uh, genuinely saying uh, hi Jane it was great to hear from you, from you. thanks so much for getting in touch um, it, it, it's nothing other than genuinely saying when someone calls your office for example Chris and they say I'd like to speak with uh, you know Chris Cooper and, and someone else has answered the phone and they're, and they're putting, putting the person through well let's imagine you're not there right and, and so uh, how do they deal with that well can I take a message <clears throat> not, not the right way um, why, why not say, well, Mr. Dunn, thank you so much for calling. Chris isn't actually here at the moment, but in the meantime, maybe there's some way that I can help. You know, Chris, this is just a small series of words, but it changes everything because we're taking time to just connect and care. You know, yesterday I had a call from a, a PA of a, a chief executive um, who, um, who who want me to go and go and visit them, offers to let me go and visit them because their huge project is very similar to one I'm running. And, uh, and you know, for the, the, I think it was the first, one of the first times I've ever had it. You know, the, the PA was just so enthusiastic and so excited <laughs> that I was coming to see the to see yeah. the venue. She started telling me a bit about the history about it. Oh, beautiful. She, she booked the meeting. And, you know, I'm really excited about going there. Exactly. Um, and often, you, you, you just got a connected moment, right? Yeah, absolutely. And often and sometimes with uh, certain roles, and the PA can, can be one of them, it's just a transaction. Um, and mm. she did it so well. Uh, yeah. So, so tell, tell us, I don't want to sort of spend more time now um, on um, sort of talking about what we've just talked about because I want to get on to B1G1 and, and, and for people to understand what it is and how it works because I, um, I think it's really something unique. Well, thank you. And by the way, <laughs> we're, we're very glad you've, uh, you've joined us as well. So, it, it, you know, B1G1 comes from imagining a very different world, uh, which is actually very sim- similar to the world that we've just been talking about, except what it does, it takes it deeper. It takes that connection deeper. So, just, uh, you know, people sharing this with us now, just, just imagine a world where, for example, um, you bought um, a TV set. Um, or a plasma TV, and as a result of doing that, imagine that somebody somewhere who could not see got the gift of sight just because you did you did that. 
on a smaller level, imagine you know having a cup of coffee, and just because you did that, uh, a kid somewhere got access to life-saving water. Uh, imagine someone buying a book and a tree getting planted. And uh, years ago now, in fact in 2007, we, we imagined that and said, well, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if we could create a world like that? And, and it took lots of years, Chris, in fact three years to figure out how to do that. And so now, and by the way, this is all about the power of small because, you know, that is a fundamentally simple idea, right? Um, and yet, uh, as we are talking at this very moment, actually, uh, in B1G1, uh, we're approaching nearly 48 million giving impacts that have come from that simple idea with businesses all over the world that are going, oh, yes. Uh, and frequently we get, oh, my God, I've been, I've been waiting for something like this for, you know, all of my life. Um, and now they can choose from, you know, a thousand or so high integrity projects. Uh, they know that in B1G1, amazingly enough, fully 100% of what they give is, is going to wherever they, wherever they want it to go. And you've experienced that, uh, you know, yourself. Um, and so, and then, you know, there's all sorts of other things, as you know, that, that are kind of built around that, where we track the giving and where, uh, and we draw that on maps for you and, and automatically and and where in b1g1 it's never ever ever uh, about the amount you give it is always about the impact that you're creating uh, and that's how we think uh, the the world of giving should be someone said to me the other day well what are you actually doing uh, and i said we're, we're changing the way the world gives um, so it, it's not about, you know, having great big buttons on charity sites which say donate or something like that. It's about realizing, as we said right at the start, uh, that you and I and, and all of the business owners joining us now uh, are in this amazing position uh, where we're doing exciting things and how good is it to be able to realize that we can actually make every transaction in our business give back in a, uh, you know, in a measurable, impactful way so that together we create a world that's full of giving. And, and, and I mean, that sounds like a trite thing. It's not. Uh, and fundamentally, that's a happier world. So, you know, I, I reckon I've got the best job in the world, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, I think you've created something incredible. Uh, for for me, I obviously I, you know, we talked last month um, around this, and I I looked out look at B one G one, and I joined, and it was a it was a lovely feeling uh, because I've given in a you know in, in many ways, but in sometimes quite disparate ways. And yes, it was a lovely feeling this uh, this month when you know I could choose where my money was going to go to, and. And you know, I donated I think 162 meals or something, and that's right. to children in the slums of India, and also a refugee camp on the the border with uh, was it Burma and Thailand, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, that gave me a, a really, really great a great feeling, um, and I think uh, which fits in very much with my why. And as I was looking at, because I mean, this radio show in some ways is a way of giving back. Yes. Um, but I was look, which I invest money into and time into. Um, but it was uh, it 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 really met my my some of my charitable requirements. I think. 
Well, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm just looking at something uh, in front of me right now. I mean, you, I'm sure, Chris, like many of us, get you know uh, lots of requests. For example, to connect. There's that word again. <laughs> to connect on LinkedIn, right? Um, and you know, typically we click the button and we're connected. But uh, we're we're seeing now that uh, people are doing things like this. For example, here's a, here's a, a B1G1 uh, uh, partner in in Australia. His name is Adam Houlihan. And um, when when you connect with Adam uh, on LinkedIn, this is what happens. You get a little notebook. Let's suppose it was you, and he would say, "Hello, Chris. Thank you for your connection request. When we did that, something great happened." You've helped prevent blindness in a hundred children by providing them with a rich source of vitamin A. Not only have you stopped children from becoming visually challenged, but you've also increased their ability to fight infection, and that improves their chance of survival from a serious illness. All of this and more has been made possible through B1G1, and he goes on, I believe that every business has the power to change lives. And by giving back through its everyday business activities and doing this together with you is a simple but powerful example of putting this belief into action. So again, thank you, not just for connecting here on LinkedIn, but also for making a huge difference in the life of a child. Together, we've made a huge impact. Now, what's interesting about that is if you, if you speak with Adam, the only reason Adam does that is because that's who Adam is. There's no expectation, whatever, uh, in that. It's just him reaching out and saying, bang, you know, it's great to be able to do this with you. And, you, you know, you can imagine the, the different connection that that builds right off the bat. Um, and as, for example, with, with me, every time we send an email, something great happens. And the more you start to think about that, uh, the more you see that this incredible thing that we are a part of, you know, the opportunity to create businesses and do exciting things. And if we can add something else to that, that generates meaning and purpose, again, to get back to where that is, uh, it's just awesome. And, and, and Chris, you said it so well. Um, the, the, uh, you know, it, it, it just makes you feel good. And, and to go back to where you were uh, at the beginning, where you talked about, uh, you know, talking with schools, um, uh, you know, what's that thing about out of the mouths of babes comes wisdom? And I was talking at a school and a 14-year-old lady, her name is Jessica, and she'd been with us on a B1G1 study tour and it had profoundly affected her and her father, who happens to be an accountant. And just before this speech I was doing, I, I said to Jessica, is there something you, you'd like me to share with the people in your school today and leave them with? And she said, oh, Paul, absolutely. She said, it's this. We need to understand, she said, or we frequently think that when we give, it's us giving to them, that is to say, the beneficiaries. But the reality is that we are the beneficiaries. It's them giving to us. And when you get that, you know, the, everything changes because you, you realize that, you know, it's, it's this oneness of, uh, about it. It's this connection. And, and uh, you know, there were some, there were some posts uh, up on uh, the B1G1 thing today about people getting uh, approached in the United Kingdom by, I think you call it chuggers, um, and, you know, who just get so turned off by, you know, being made to feel guilty and all of that kind of stuff in terms of giving. So this is a new way of doing it, and, and it's something that's very exciting. Um, and as I said earlier on, already, you know, 48 million 
giving impacts uh, out there. And we're delighted that you're a part of it. And thank you for the opportunity to share a couple of minutes about it right here. You're welcome. Well, you know, congratulations for you know, everything you do and what you're doing with uh, B1G1. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you t- today. Uh, oh, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. It's like, can we can we keep doing it? You know. <laughs> so, yeah, Chris, it's been. I, you know, I've been looking forward to this conversation, and uh, you know, I, j- I just hope that uh, in it, the people who've been joining us on the conversation have got uh, some stuff that um, you know resonates with them and inspires with them and gives them some ideas uh, to really get out there and do something extraordinary as well. Fantastic. Well, we've got, we've got to go, but to find out more about Paul Dunn uh, and B1G1, go to www.b1g1.com. And I also should mention next week's show. On next week's show, we have Lee Jackson, and Lee is the PowerPoint surgeon. Um, so if you ever use um, overhead sort of slides for speaking and for present, presenting and those sorts of things, um, he, he's going to run through with us that next week about all of the the key things, do's and don'ts. And believe me, uh, when I saw this guy speak, um, he changed the way that I saw slides for life. And mine <laughs> very different now. And my, my wife has just had amazing feedback on some that I helped her uh, create as well. So um, if, you, if you're into PowerPoint or into Keynote or whatever, um, there's one not to be missed. But once again, Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I hope to uh, have you back on the show again at some point. I would look forward to that, Chris. Thank you so much. And uh, just been an absolute blast hanging out with you. Thank you. You're you're welcome. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.